disturbing. Hi there, and welcome to Dork Wars, the podcast. Your galactic hub for all things Star Wars and more. I'm Blake, and I'm here with some of the best hosts in the galaxy. First off, we have the funny one, Wesley. He's a hero that Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs right now. What's up, dorks? And our own Jedi archive, Dietrich. I'm Batman now. If you have not caught on to the theme of this podcast, we are going to be talking about Batman a little bit later on. Um, we are branching out. Dork Wars, the podcast, is not only a Star Wars podcast, but an overall geek culture podcast. So uh, getting into some new stuff, our last year and some months that we've uh, been producing this thing, we have only done Star Wars, um, never anything else. And now we are venturing into new territory. So um, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, yeah. I'm getting pretty pumped. <laughs> Are you going to record the whole podcast in the voice? Please do it. Nah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Fun. I, don't, I don't think it's going to work. I don't, nah. don't start something. Don't start something you can't finish. I can't. I can't do it forever. Too raspy. <laughs> now let's get to some not just Star Wars news, but overall geek news. Now hear this. Now hear it, brother. Now hear this! Now hear this! Now you hear this, whoever you are. So we are recording this on March the 3rd, 2022. It is a Thursday, and it is the day that the new Batman movie premieres in theaters. Pretty cool stuff. So if you are listening, uh, this is going to be a spoiler-free uh podcast because we have not seen the movie as of yet we may do another episode once we have seen the movie that'd be that'd be pretty cool want to go see the movie together (laughs) so are you supposed to be batman or hulk hogan (laughs) i'm not sure not everyone in gotham's your brother oh i'm gonna get the joker and i'm gonna show him what's up (laughs) sounds like a man in a pedo van with some candy (laughs) <laughs> I'm not the hero the city deserves. <laughs> it's because I'm a man in a van with candy. <laughs> oh man, having too much fun on Dork Wars the podcast. In other news, and this is actually Star Wars news, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser opened this week in the uh in the Disney theme parks. I believe it was just Disney World in Florida. Someone correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, I'm Wouldn't sure, know. I'm sure the, do- the Dork Lords out there may know. But it uh, seems to be a pretty cool experience. Everyone that I've seen on there, like a bunch of TikTokers that I watch, were invited for like an early preview of it, and they all enjoyed it. But some of the clips I've seen, there was a uh, Kylo Ren and Rey lightsaber duel um, inside the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Which, it actually looked uh, better than the fight in the movie. Cool. I like a good fight, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but just uh, all the immersive scenarios, you got aliens walking around, uh, the rooms look like a cabin in a spaceship. Pretty cool stuff. I-, I wish we could go. Is that that trip that like costs several thousand dollars? It's like five grand, I think. Yeah, five grand. 
And I think it's only, I think you can only stay like two nights. I need to get me like a little sugar mama who treat us all right. Meet all my friends. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mary Rich. If, if, if you are a rich woman listening to this podcast, single, uh, preferably. I don't, I don't know if you're that picky though, Wesley. I mean, <laughs> she's going to pay for us to go to the Galactic Star Cruiser. I mean, you know. She can be married if she wants to be. I, I don't care. <laughs> uh, it's, it's all on Wesley anyway. So uh, if you're out there listening and you want to treat Wesley and his friends to a trip to the Galactic Star Cruiser, just drop us an email at dorkwarspodcast at gmail.com. Even better, just private DM me directly. <laughs> just kidding. Or just private DM Wesley directly. Um, I'm sure you can figure out his social tags if you just look at our socials. <laughs> So Dark Wars, the podcast, has a merchandise store. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Open up this door. So we have Dork Wars, the t-shirt, Dork Wars, the hoodie, Dork Wars, the coffee mug, and yes, we even have Dork Wars, the dorkmobile. <laughs> the dorkmobile. <laughs> Complete with dork ejector seats. Dork Wars, the utility belt. Dork Wars, the battering. That's right. To the Dork Cave. Yeah. So which which one of us is Robin? Oh, Dibs. Yeah, you want to be Robin? Ro- you got mad Robin vibes. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You're young and sexy for all those older rich ladies out there. Hey. <laughs> hey. And the boy wonder, Wesley. But no, we're not uh, rich playboy um, people who fight crime at night, so we don't have any cool cars or caves or utility belts. But we do have all that other stuff I mentioned, so if you like Dork Wars, a podcast, if you want some of our merchandise, go check out our merch store. Just look us up on our Dork Wars link tree. Uh, Just type that into Google, and you will find the merchandise store and buy anything that your heart may desire. Thanks. Dork Wars, a podcast, is also part of a podcasting network, the Red 5 Network. We have all sorts of geeky and dorky podcasts that do the same thing we do, but everyone has their own flavor. You know, not every show is the same. So if you like our show, chances are you will like some other shows on the network. So let's run the promo. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. So, tonight, for the first time ever, our main topic has nothing to do with Star Wars. Branching out, we are talking Batman. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. So tonight we are talking about Batman. I think we're going to stick more to the movies um, that are not the new movie. So I'm not going to sound the spoiler alarm because if you have not seen the Batman movies at this point, then you probably don't really care to see them. And you probably won't listen to us talk about them. So (laughs) uh, we're going to talk some Batman. Batman was first introduced in Detective Comics number 27, and he was created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. What a name. And um, he Woo. did such, his appearance was so well received that they decided to give him his own series. 
Um, he debuted in May of 1939, and Batman wow. got his own series in the spring of 1940. So, I mean, old character. Wow. Well, yeah, I had no idea he was, you know, that old of a character. He used to have a gun. Really? Yeah, yeah the bat gun. The bat gap. Okay, so that kind of ties in with like one of the movies where it was like he had like a dream and he had a had a, and he had a gun in it. Yeah, you're talking about. Uh, well, it's not a Batman movie. It's from uh, Justice League, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it was was a was a uh, I think it might have been Batman versus Superman. Yeah, they kind of blend together for me. Yeah, they do for me as well. I th- I think that scene was in. Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do know what you're talking about, and that was from because um, Harley Quinn's in it too. Wait a minute, Harley Quinn is not in Batman versus Superman or the Justice League. <laughs> she is in the dream sequence though. Is where she? He has, Maybe I missed it. Are you talking about where he's like in a like bombed out world? It's like a post-apocalyptic situation, and yeah, it's, it's the injustice. It's the it's the injustice scenario, basically. Yeah, Harley Quinn is in that sequence. I have to go back and watch that. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Batman was already a well-established character by the time that the uh, 1966 Batman series came out, um, starring Adam West and Burt Ward as Batman and Robin, uh, respectively. Might have been the funnest, the funnest Batman, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was definitely the funnest Batman. And some of the uh, the stories you hear about those guys behind the scenes like is just ridiculous. It was just all, gosh, drugs and parties and i don't know man same bat time same bat channel i guess for those guys but yeah i i remember growing up i would watch that like a whole marathon of that with my mom and i i really enjoyed it oh my god robin we've got to go do some cup house yeah very very goofy stuff this might be off topic a little bit but it reminds me of um spongebob's like uh barnacle boy and mermaid man oh that's definitely the the homage yeah yeah that's the homage to the goofy 1966 Batman. I mean, totally. And <laughs> now I want to hear Burt Ward go, it's Barnacle Bull, it's Barnacle Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and I I love that old series. It's fun to watch. Um, they, I think they had, a, they had a movie, which was pretty cool, where all the, the villains ganged up on Batman and Robin. Just ridiculous moment after ridiculous moment. But there have been so many iterations of Batman, TV shows, comics, that um, if we sat and talked about all of them, we would just, we'd be here forever. Like, this would yeah. be a 10-hour podcast. Yeah, we'll be here for days, just oh, everything we can talk well, about. Well, I mean, he, he's in so much, like, I just bought Young Justice off of Voodoo, and I'm re-watching Young Justice, which is about um, the younger superheroes. And Batman is in, like, almost every episode. I've got to teach the kids about justice. <laughs> All right, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> We're talking Batman, brother. <laughs> oh, man. But even when he's not the focal point, he, he shows up in a lot of DC media, of course. He's one of the, mm. the big three. You know, you got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. They're kind of the big three of the DC universe. So I've got a question for you guys. Uh, let's start with you, Wesley. What is your favorite Batman movie? Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, 
if I just had to just name one favorite Batman movie, I'll probably go one of the first ones I remember, and that's Batman 1989 with um with Michael Keaton. And so the first Batman, oh gosh, mm-hmm. such a good movie. Michael Keaton does an amazing job as Batman, and I w- I would dare say that most Batman movies are good movies, most of them, with the exception of Batman and Robin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that that movie sucked. I think can we as a team right now all agree that Batman and Robin was probably the worst one, as well as like like Batman versus Superman. Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate Batman versus Superman, but yeah, I mean, I don't know whose idea Bat Nipples was. Like, who was who was who was in the like who was designing the costumes, and they were like, Batman needs some hard nipples. Like, who said that? We shall never speak of this again. It, well, that whole like that whole movie, that whole movie was crazy, right? Because I I did love uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, as Mister Freeze in that. I'm not gonna lie. Allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Learn it well. Voice the chilling sound of your doom. But did you though? Did you though? I, like I he was not good did. at it. He was I not good at I, it. I don't. I don't care. I loved it. I love because I was like, I was be back. Eight, I think with ice. And <laughs> it was great. I loved it. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is not the Terminator. Uh, I. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I cannot get. It. I. I started watching that movie when I was a kid. I could watch it, obviously, but I watched it a couple years back or tried to watch. I didn't even finish it, and I got like twenty minutes in, and it's like. It's so it's it's not goofy in a good way. It's really goofy, but it's not goofy in a good way. It's just just silly. It's just a silly movie that's not yeah not enjoyable. I remember as a kid, like I had a, a little crush on Poison Ivy, so I always liked that movie. But then when I got older, I'm like, wait, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just hope someone got fired for bad nipples. Some someone had to have. <laughs> So, uh, going back to 1989's Batman, yes, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton does an amazing job, and I think it's hard for me to pick pick my favorites, but those first two movies were great, because they yeah. really go back-to-back, because back, Michael Keaton's Batman in both of those. Yeah. And from my understanding, those two movies, and then the Val Kilmer Batman and George Clooney Batman are all, like, the same Batman, supposedly. Because, like, the Tim Burton-verse of Batman. Now, I, I like the Val Kilmer, like, Batman Forever. Oh, I did, too. I'm not saying I didn't, I'm not saying I didn't oh, okay. like it. I was just saying that okay. those four movies are, like, a set of movies. Like, they're supposed to be the same Batman. Gotcha, gotcha. And, but Tim Burton doing Batman movies was amazing. Because when we know him from, um, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, and mm-hmm. uh, he did, uh, he did, what, he did one of those movies kind of looks like Nightmare Before Christmas, but it has a dog in it or something. I don't, I don't remember the name of it. Oh, but he, yeah, you know, he's yeah. got that really, he's got that really gothic, mm-hmm. um, appeal to his movies, and it, it did a very. Is that the one? Does that have Danny DeVito as the Penguin? Yes, that is Batman Returns. That's the second Batman movie with Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that one. He Tim Burt Tim Burton did all four of those. Well, I know he did the first two Batmans. 
and he may have done Batman Forever, but he definitely did um, the first two Batman movies. And um, Batman Returns is it's like a it's like a picture out of Tim Burton's head. Like everything has that like Gotham, of course, yeah. is gothic, and it is the just the the sights and the sounds and everything just looks um dark and mysterious. It's it, Tim Burton movies have that kind of feel, and I liked it on Batman. What's funny about Batman Returns is is like you know it's hard to find a good Batman movie that also doubles as a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can watch it around the holidays and scare the crap out of your kids with the penguin. Jingle bells. Because, <laughs> dude, I'm going to tell you what. The, <laughs> the penguin is like one of the scariest Batman villains. Not, not, not in general, but Danny DeVito as... The penguin is one of the scariest Batman villains because you know you usually see the penguin. He's got on this little tuxedo and he waddles around and stuff. No, Danny DeVito looked like an actual penguin that had been put through a trash chute and then gnarled up and spit back out. Like it's freaky, man. Like he's a yeah. freaky looking dude. Perfect casting. Like, perfect. Yep. It was. It was spot on. And that I don't know, man. That, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my favorite one later. So Diedrich, what is your favorite Batman movie? I think it's a uh, Dark Knight Rises. Is that the one with Liam Neeson? No. Well, I mean, he's all right. He's in it for like a second, like as a flashback. But he's he's in Batman. Nah. Begins. So Begins. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, I like Batman Begins. And then really close second, I think a lot of people like the one with the uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger doing the Joker. That's a close second for me. But I think I do like the Neesons. So. Diedrich's favorite Batman movie is Batman Rise of Liam Neeson and closely followed by Batman Rise of Heath Ledger. Cool. Um, <laughs> yes. The the Christian Bale Batman trilogy is yeah. very, very good. Well and done. I, I think that The Dark Knight, which is the one with Heath Ledger's Joker, is the best out of those three movies. Like, that movie... For sure. Oh my gosh. It's just great all the way through. Mm-hmm. Batman Begins is a really good movie. I love Batman Begins. It um gives you the backstory on Batman while also giving you what he's doing now. Like it does a really good job of doing the flashback thing, giving you the history, but also keeping you engaged. But man, that first scene in Dark Knight gets me every time. The bank heist. Oh yeah. You got all the clowns in there doing their thing. They're shooting up the bank. And then each clown takes out each other until the Joker kills the last one, takes all the money. The school bus pops through the wall of the bank, and he's in the school line taking the kids home. Well, he's not taking any kids home, but it looks like he's just another school bus. And, oh my, I mean, it just starts out with a bang, and it does not let up until the end. It doesn't even let up at the end. My problem with some of the things he does is, is like there's a lot of little things that could have stopped the perfect timing sequences of some of the stuff he pulls off. It's just like, oh, well, that's he's that's he's convenient. just that good, man. He's the Joker. He's that good. Yeah, I don't, I don't like make it ruin it or anything. It's just one of the things. I was like, dang, that that worked out all too well. Well, it's it's done just enough where you have to wonder because he says in the movie that he doesn't plan anything. That everything is just chaos, and he's like a dog chasing a car. And he did, he wouldn't know what to do if he got one, you know. He's just going with the with the flow. 
But at the same time, everything works out so perfectly, and it seems like he plans it out. Like, what are you supposed to believe? He's he's such a mysterious character because even when he talks about his scars, he gives different people different stories about how yeah. he got his scars, you know? I don't think he can believe anything he says. You just got to take it as face value of, okay, he's just talking and you can't really trust it. Right, and that that is the best version of the Joker, bar none. Um, Jack Nicholson did a tremendous job, but I think Heath Ledger just knocked it out of the park. Definitely one of the best villain performances of any film. I do like, um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank again. Luke Skywalker. Oh, Luke's, uh, oh you're talking uh, Mark Hamill. The animated, animated Mark Joker. Hamill doing the animated voice. He does a very oh. good job of bringing that to life. Dude. I mean, he's a very close second for me. You really should loosen up, dear. Have a laugh now and then. <laughs> The voice of the Joker is definitely Mark Hamill, bar none. Anytime you hear him in video games, animated series, this, that, and the other, it is Mark Hamill. That laugh, I think that, you know, I can't do it. I don't know many people who can because it's so iconic. I've never tried it. High-piercing, crazy, maniacal laugh he does. Yeah, it's, it's iconic. It is what we think of when we think Joker. That is the voice of the Joker, Mark Hamill. So Star Wars tie-in there. But I really do like the Christian Bale movies, man. They, they're great for the new, new age. I think they had action sequences and effects that, of course, the the night the a late eighties, early nineties Batman could not pull off. And I think that Christian Bale did a very good job of those movies. Um, Dark Knight Rises was okay. I think it was still a good movie, but I think it fell flat after the success of the Dark. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises, it, it was a little bit muddled. I and mean, I feel like Batman didn't get a lot, whole lot of screen time. It was more focused on Bane and, and his muddled story. Yeah, it's like they kind of muddled through it. And I think the original um, premise for that movie was Joker coming back. And, of course, with Heath mm-hmm. Ledger's death, that just didn't happen, um, oh. unfortunately. Yeah, and then and also, like, Dark Knight Rises, like, they had a they had a good potential with Talia Al Ghul, and I think they just squandered that that story. Um, so wasted potential yeah. there. Yeah, and we all, I think we all could have guessed who she was throughout as the movie was going on. <laughs> and then at the very end, like you find out she's the real villain, and then she really doesn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do something. And while we're talking about Batman villains, I I like Harvey Dent. I like Two-Face in uh, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they had to rush him a little bit because they yeah. got him to be Two-Face in, Two-Face in that movie. I wish they would have like left the Two-Face stuff maybe for the third movie. Give Harvey Dent the time to become that great man we know him to be before he's Two-Face. Mm. I think it would have hit home a lot harder. Which movie was the one with Jim Carrey as the Riddler? That oh. is that is Batman Forever. Batman Forever, yeah. And I might okay. have to pick I might have to pick that as my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, good choice. Good choice too. I did like Jim Carrey in that movie specifically. Oh yes, yeah. he does a great Edward Nigma. Oh my gosh. I hope you made extra. Who the hell are you? Just a friend. But you can call me 
The Riddler. Riddle me this, Batman. And just, you know, Jim Carrey, his, his <laughs> swagger was perfect for the Riddler. That orange hair, the... The and that was prime Jim Carrey too. It was. Yes, it, that's when he was knocking it out of the park. Um, I be, was that before Dumb and Dumb. What 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 year did Batman Forever come out? That came out in 1995. Okay, so he's just come off Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, and The Mask. Those all came out in '94. Those three Jim Carrey put out three movies in 1994, and they were all successes for him. Launched his career. And then he comes in and does um, Batman as the Riddler and knocks it out of the park. Oh, my gosh. I love seeing him as the Riddler. And I think that's why I like that movie so much is him as the Riddler. Um, Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face was perfect. That's the perfect Two-Face. Yeah. And the costuming was right for both of those characters. They look You know, one amazing. thing. Sorry. One thing I've been thinking about as we've been talking about all of these villains one thing that stands out for Batman as opposed to most other superheroes is the fact that there's always that play back and forth between his villains and then himself. It's like, it's almost what makes a good Batman movie is having that good villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The villains are as much a part of the story as Batman himself. I mean, especially when you got the Joker. And like in Batman Forever, you have Two-Face and the Riddler who, oh my gosh, I love those two And the characters. funny thing about it is, you know, Batman villains compared to other superhero villains are usually pretty underpowered. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, like, you have... Let's see, like, Lex Luthor has a ton of money. He's really rich and makes all this cool stuff. Um, well, think about, like, a dark, dark Side compared to what's the worst thing Batman's going to face yeah. as a clown, right? Right, yeah, Dark Side. But, but, but they're interesting. They're, they're better than just those big, bad supervillains that are just power-hungry and, and have no... Like, they're generic. Yeah, exactly. And Batman villains tend to not be that way. Yeah, like Green Lantern, you have Sinestro, who's just yellow Green Lantern, you know, who's bad. That's that's pretty much his shtick. He's, he doesn't like the Green Lantern corpse. He's, he used to be Green Lantern, and now he's a yellow Lantern, and he's just a bad guy now. Not, not much depth there. Um, you got, uh, who, who's Wonder Woman, one of, her, one of her villains, the Cheetah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's... I don't know, man. I never followed that. Yeah, uh, you got um, the Flash. He has reverse Flash. Like, okay, yep. that's great. It, yep. <laughs> so it's it's generic, <laughs> and I love the Flash. I love Green Lantern. I love Superman. I'm, he's probably my favorite superhero. Superman, I know. I'm boring. Bizarro. Yeah, Bizarro. Yeah, Bizarro Superman's cool. I actually do like Bizarro Superman, but he kind of falls in that same trope of just being Superman, but not. <laughs> so I want to talk Batmobiles. I love Batmobiles because <laughs> there's so many of them out there. And uh, what what do you I mean? What do you, I, what's your favorite Batmobile? You got to go with that new one. That 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 new one that um, I guess he doesn't even have his own Batman, but um, Ben Affleck has in Batman yeah. v Superman. Oh man, yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, that one is reminiscent of the 1989 Batmobile, which is my favorite. Uh, because it's got it's that really long Batmobile with a turbine in the front, and it 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 doesn't come off as goofy, but it still has like that cartoonish look. And I love that Batmobile. That is a cool one. That's pretty iconic. Yeah, but I think for a long time, if I thought Batmobile, that's what I thought of. Right, me too. But that new Batmobile kind of plays on that. It's got that long, slender look, 
but it also kind of has that high tech look that the uh, Batman tank from the Christian Bale movies has. Yes, yeah, so they. I guess they kind of brought the two together. Yeah, and I th- and I love that Batmobile. I I actually I actually like Ben Affleck as Batman. I wish he would have got his own movie, like an older grizzled Batman. Oh my gosh, I I think he played it yeah. very well. A Batman not afraid to kill. That would have been interesting for once. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... He He killed a lot. He killed a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did not... Yeah, ben Affleck got a short end of the stick with the his movies that he was in. They weren't great movies, but I think he did a really good job as Batman. Well, and then they set up the Jared Leto Joker and the... Um, in Batman versus Superman, we see the Robin costume with the Joker stuff on because we know... Um, most people will know... The storyline where Jason Todd as Robin was brutally murdered by the Joker. That seems to be what happened to that version of Batman that we see in Batman versus Superman. I guess the DCEU version. He lost a Robin to Joker. And it makes me think, do you think that that experience made him kill? Like before that, he had the one rule. Then after that, he just said, nah, we're we're done. We're going to kill him. We're going to kill the bad guys now. Yeah, I think that's... You can imply that. But I just wish they would have shown that. I think they set it up and just, it never went anywhere. Yeah. They were probably saving it for his own thing. Probably so. And I, I hate that we didn't get to see that. Because like I said, I think I liked uh, Ben Affleck as a older grizzled Batman. Did a good job. And and he's a, he's a, he's a thick Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like Christian, Christian Bale and now, um, who's the new one? Edward. Oh, um, I his name's not Edward. Robert Patterson. <laughs> Yeah, Rob, Robert yeah, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson's pretty slender. Val Kimmer was kind of big. Uh, yeah, a little bit. George Clooney was big. Yeah. And he had bat nipples, as, we, as I, we've already said. I, 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 guess they, I guess they go back and forth. I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling through pictures of all the, the Batman. I'm looking at um, Ben Affleck, and he is by far just like, maybe it's just the padding in the suit or the CGI or whatever, but the way they portray him, he is just a hunk of a man. <laughs> You can say that again. Mm. That's what I say about you. And then I go back to Adam West, and he just looks like your dad in spandex. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> and that's pretty. He's got a pretty iconic Batmobile as well. So, Wesley, what is your favorite Batmobile? I'm gonna be honest. I, I have. I never really studied them that that hard, so it's hard for me to really conceptualize which Batmobile was what was in which movie. Because they all seem kind of like the same. I, I know like the newer movies, like Dark Knight Rises and everything, or Dark Knight, like they have like really cool ones. Yeah, um, the, the, the pictures. I will say this: Batflex Batmobile could climb walls. Yes. So point for that one. I'm just saying. I'm trying to convince you to join me. <laughs> join me. With I'm convinced. Join me. I'm convinced. <laughs> on Dietrich's team. <laughs> well, Junk. I will say that uh, Christian Bale's Batman. His uh. His Batmobile just ran over a bunch of cars. So I, this is what I don't get. He, he had the no-kill rule, but he definitely flattened a lot of automobiles, and you can't tell me. Collateral damage doesn't count. You can't tell me that there wasn't somebody, at least in one of those uh, automobiles, that that tumbler crushed. I mean, come on. He won't kill you, but he'll put you like in the hospital for years, and you'll never be able That's to right. walk again. <laughs> it really worse. is. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to make living life the worst thing possible. Maybe that's why he does it. He's just like, no, I'm going to make you suffer. So he's got, he, he doesn't really have the one rule. His one rule is that he's going to make it worse than death. That's sad. I hate that he didn't have a Robin. 
I mean, they kind of shoot. They tried to shoehorn um, the one in on in Dark Dark Knight Rises, but that really isn't the same. <laughs> I feel like they've never done Robin very really? well. I really Batman Forever Robin was done very well, in my opinion. I feel like he was too old. Yeah, he was old. Yeah, I'll give you that. He was older than a typical. He was like in his. He was like in his twenty. If they had like done him as like a Nightwing, fine. But okay, he was like sixteen, seventeen years old in the movie. He may have been twenty five in real life. But <laughs> and and quick, remind me. So, what's the difference between Robin and Nightwing? Robin becomes Nightwing. Um, Dick Grayson. In most timelines, he becomes Nightwing, and Nightwing is just like a basically a different version of Batman. He just is like a it's like in a black guitar, and he's got like a blue raven. Is that what it is on mm-hmm. his chest? Well, there there is there is one with a red. I guess it's a different universe or Probably. a different storyline or whatever. But anyway, it's a well, black guitar. So Batman has many different Robins, especially definitely in the comics. In the movies, he doesn't really most of the time when we see. A Robin in the movie, it's usually Dick Grayson, is the original Robin. So Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. Then Jason Todd was the second Robin. He was killed by Joker, brought back in the Lazarus Pit, and becomes the Red Hood. Which, if you've never seen the animated movie Under the Red Hood, oh my gosh, go watch it now. That's probably one of the best animated Batman movies. Moving on. Is that like the third evolution of Robin? That's the second one. He was the second one. Like he, he, he evolves uh, <laughs> to Nightwing. Does Nightwing become the Red no, Hood? He does. He doesn't. Like it's, a Pokemon. It, it's not Pokemon. It's Batman. We're not going to do that to them. Then there's Tim Tim Drake, who nobody likes. He was the third Robin. <laughs> and then the fourth Robin is Batman's son with uh, Talia Al Ghul, Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I always like Robin and Team Titans. Yes, and I believe that was the Dick. Yeah, that was that was Dick Grayson. Nice version of Robin. You said Dick. <laughs> Dick Grayson. He was a Dick. Put like a dramatic pause. His name was Dick Grayson. Emphasis on the. <laughs> so I just hate that we don't get to see a lot of Robins in these live action movies because. Robin's an interesting character, especially like when you take into account Teen Titans. Uh, he's in Young Justice as well, both animated series. Uh, he's in Batman movies, the animated movies that they've made of Batman, which those those are some great stuff, man. DC, for all the flack they get for their live action movies nowadays, their animated stuff is phenomenal. Knocking out of the park. They really are. I'll say this, though. In today's political climate, I can't see them having Batman with a young boy because he's not exactly like <laughs> a good role model. That's true. Well, he, like yeah. he, he's got a kid. He's got, he's basically, cause Robin is like a child soldier yeah, in a way, but he's fighting crime for the good of Gotham. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think this is a billionaire who gets off on just like dressing up as a bat and going and kicking the crap out of poor well, he's people. Evolved, uh, beyond that, he saves the world with the Justice League. He uses his money for good. I don't know. I don't blame him. If I was a billionaire, you know, money's a good superpower. No joke. I mean, it helps Iron Man out a whole lot too. They're like the same character. If you know, like Tony Stark is more like the intelligence, and then. Batman's more like the detective, right. but they're both he smart the and rich. He is the world's greatest detective. 
That we know. Batman has Alfred, though. Batman does have Alfred. Well, Tony yeah, has Jarf- Jarvis. Jarvis ain't got nothing right? on Alfred, man. Alfred. I'm about to say. Well, I guess Jarvis does technically become a Vision in the in the MCU, which is cool. But Alfred, man, Alfred's an ex-soldier. So I, I, this is what I've never got, gotten about Af- Alfred. Alfred was like a soldier and like a special agent and like killed a bunch of people. And how did he become a butler? Like what, 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 what steps <laughs> took place between special ops breaking people's necks at night and butler? Yeah, but he's probably like, well, well yeah, I'm, I'm like, not, um, he's not just a butler. He, he's like a, spe- he's like a special agent yeah, slash true. butler. And I'm not, I'm not as well versed on the comics as I'd like to be. Um, with Batman, there's just so many. So maybe the explanation is in there, but I, I'd still like like to know. I was wondering, like, how do they ever tell how Alfred came in the service of the Wayne? I have no idea. Definitely, it's not in any like cartoons or live action movies. One thing I did, I used to watch, was the series Gotham, but I never finished it. So I don't know if it it might tell it in that because that's supposed yeah. to be. Like some of the villains right. as they become villains. Shows a young Bruce Wayne. Um, the same guy who plays, the same guy who plays in Fallen Order, the Cal Kestis from Fallen Order plays oh. the Joker. That's not. I never. I never got into in Gotham that like that. So uh, that might be one I have to go back and watch. Yeah, I, I I'm not too well versed in like um, Batman and the Batman verse, but um, I, I feel like Alfred was. Like, didn't he serve like his parents? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How did? Okay. Like, I would love to know how. Like, how did he come right. into the service of the Waynes? Yeah, I, and I, I feel like that would be like a smart move. Like, even though you are well equipped and and skilled to do much more, like taking that step back and just assisting a wealthy family and doing those tasks instead. I think that's a. I don't know. And, it, I think and in most move. iterations, Alfred is a father figure to Bruce Wayne. Um since his father's passed away, Alfred is there to give him advice and to help him help him raise the Robins yeah. as well. Alfred I mean, he is, does a, he does a lot with helping Bruce through that. He ain't just a butler. So, what about Batman voice? Like each Batman has a Batman oh. voice, and I think Christian Bale's is like the the most jarring. That's like the the one now, though. I think other. Well, that's the like the most iconic yeah, like, one now. Everybody, that's the one. Like, if you think Batman, you think of that. Like, yeah, because everybody Batman. else like does a little something, make their voice a little different when they're Batman. But Christian Bale, he's talking like this, you know. And I'm a, I'm gonna go buy this hotel because I'm Bruce Wayne. And then he's like, I'm Batman. Where are the drugs? <laughs> yeah. Where's the Joker? <laughs> Batman, like. It's so weird and ra- it's, it's weird. Like, and you would think that he could he could afford a voice changer to put in his suit. You know, like. Well, nothing ever covers his mouth, though. Yeah, but there's got to be some kind of technology where it can be close enough to his mouth to warp the sound waves. I mean, come on, it's a comic book movie, all right. You want you want him to wear yeah. a headpiece? Have like a Garth Brooks microphone? Got the big stadium, uh, head mic. That'd be cool. He's got to do a mic check before he actually kicks your ass. This weekend, Madison Square Garden, we have Batman. <laughs> that was actually really good. 
but I'm I'm telling you guys, Batman probably has the best movies out of any DC character. Superman has some good movies. Like his older movies are good. Um, I love Man of Steel. Man of Steel is a really good movie. But I think there's just more Batman movies, like more good Batman movies. Um, Superman, the first two Superman movies with Christopher Reeve are phenomenal. Three and four kind of sucked. Superman Returns has grown on me. The more I've watched it, it's still not a great movie. And then Man of Steel is really good. But every single Batman movie hit it out of the park to me, except for Bat Nipples. Um, Batman and Robin. <laughs> uh, I'm always interested to look at like Rotten Tomato scores. And of course, like The Dark Knight, of course, got 94% oh, yeah. approval rating. And then, like you said, Batman and Robin got the worst at 12%. But what, one that surprises me is. Our, our beloved Batman Forever got a 39. Really? So disrespectful. Yeah. I'm like, that, that wasn't that bad. It was a good movie. It was a really good movie. And it, and it, it has its campy moments. Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't. And that Batmobile is actually really goofy looking. If you look at that Batmobile, it, I don't like that Batmobile very much. It, it kind of looks like the, the wings on the back are made of foam. But, um... The movie itself was good. I think it was a good movie. And the, the villains in that movie, the costuming in that movie was spectacular. So one Batman movie that got a really good rating in Rotten Tomatoes was the Lego Batman movie. So I might have to, it got a 90%. So I might need to add that to my, yeah, we'll have to, my, my we'll list have to, to watch. watch that. We love watching Lego movies and doing podcasts about them. So. That was Will Arnett, by the way. I just happened to have. Wow, yeah. You just happened to have the Lego Batman movie. Are you guys texting behind my back, like talking about what you guys are going to bring up next? I just had this thing up that was showing all the Batman. <laughs> well, there's so many though. I mean, there's so many. Um, like Kevin Conroy. Uh, I think that's the guy's name that does the uh, animated Batman voices most of the time. He yeah. Oh, you're talking about the voices earlier. That's my favorite voice. Yeah, Kevin Conroy does an amazing job. Batman. Uh, Batman, the animated series, a lot of the video games. Uh, him and Mark Hamill are kind of a package deal. Mark Hamill basically yep. said, if Kevin Conroy's doing Batman, don't even need to read the script. I'm going to be the Joker. <laughs> that was a good show. Oh, yeah. Brings me back to childhood. That one and then the Superman show, because they used to cross over here and there, and then they had Batman and Superman, the Batman and Superman show. That was pretty cool. Back before everything had to be interconnected. And what was cool about that show, I think we've talked about this, I don't know if we ever talked about it on a podcast, but there's that one scene in, in one episode, and I can't tell you where or what episode it was, but Batman's basically like in, in a prison, and... Whatever, whoever the villain is has like this earpiece in him and is trying to mess with him and he keeps saying Bruce, Bruce, Bruce and Batman never goes crazy and at the end of the episode I think it's like Batgirl asks him like, how did you not go insane? And it's because I knew somebody was messing with me because I don't call myself Bruce in my head. Uh. So, you know, he, he, his first identity is Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman! <laughs> you think he's screaming that inside of his own head? <laughs> he's constantly just I'm Batman. Batman. That's me. I'm Batman. I'm curious to hear what like your wife's favorite Batman are. 
my my wife she couldn't tell you. Yeah, my wife's never seen a Batman movie. Really? <laughs> Dang. Nah. <laughs> nah. But never mind. I don't. Closest. <laughs> the closest we got. The closest we got was the original trilogy of Star Wars. So. Because that had Batman in it, right? <laughs> well, it's got Mark Hamill in it, who plays the Joker. That that's as close as we've gotten. That's as close as we've gotten to Batman. So winding down the bat talk uh, for the evening, is Batman your favorite DC hero? No. Wesley, you first. I, I like Batman, don't get me wrong, but no, I'm I'm a uh, Oliver Queen person, man. I love Green Arrow. That's that's my that's my show. Now did you like Green Arrow before he had a show? No. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> not. No, it was yeah. a good show. I liked Arrow. I liked Arrow a lot. The first three seasons were really, really good. Well, first two and a half, maybe three seasons were really, really good. And then it just, I don't know, man. It got too too drama-y, I guess, for me. Yeah. I still watched, but good show. I, liked the, I actually liked the, uh, Oliver Queen from Smallville. He's pretty cool, too. Ah, uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. You seen, have you, you've never seen Smallville? I, I have seen Small, Smallville. I just haven't. I guess I haven't seen with Oliver Queen in it. Okay, so that's that's kind of the later seasons, and he's mm-hmm. he's a he's like a secondary character. He's in a lot of the episodes, but a very good iteration of him. Diedrich, is Batman your favorite DC superhero? No. All right. Well, who is? It's not Superman. Is it, wait, bro. is it is it Hulk Hogan? <laughs> really? Oh yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna come in there. He's gonna get you. But anyways, I'm sorry, Diedrich. You said uh, Superman. Superman is your favorite? Yeah, that's the one I think, if I go back to my childhood, that's the one if I had to, like, like, all right, pick a superhero and play. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be Superman because he can just smash through whatever. Yeah, unless Batman takes that kryptonite out of his back pocket, you know. Um, I'm with you, Diedrich. I'm I'm a Superman fanboy, and I feel like everyone is either a Batman guy or a Superman guy, right? Like. DC, either like Batman more or Superman more, and that kind of defines who you are. Um, I'm a Superman guy. I love Superman. He uh, he interests me. I love his story. Uh, and Batman's awesome, too. I I really, really like Batman. And like I said, I think he has better think- movies, better media, and he can have more interesting storylines sometimes and more interesting villains because he has the weakness of being human. I, yeah, I really do think the villains kind of save Batman to from being uninteresting or, or I guess, unbelievable. So even as a kid, I thought, okay, that's kind of crazy that you know Batman's going up against a slime muck monster thing, and then I, I don't know, so, some of it was a little crazy, but the villains are interesting, and his interactions with the villains are interesting. Yeah, I, to that to Dietrich's point, yeah, Batman's villains—they're more—I don't know if humanized is the right word, but like. I, I can understand their their story better, whereas Superman's villains they're always like extraterrestrial that they, they come from a different pl- galaxy, different planet, and things. So it's a little so they have to be to just like match his power, yeah. and that's the problem. It's like they're uninteresting because they're, they're so, so yeah. powerful. Well, except for like Lex Luthor, he's like the only one, and he's just like bad Batman because he's super rich. Lex Luthor should really be Batman's villain because he'd be like the reverse Flash to Flash. What a bizarro! If it was Superman. today, 
if it was today, they both have um, spacefaring companies. They're like in competition. Well, they are. I mean, Wayne Enterprises and uh, LexCorp, I believe, are like in competition. But anyway, so that is awesome talk on Batman. Uh, we are all going to see the new movie, I'm sure, pretty pretty shortly, and we'll come back and give you our thoughts on that. So we were just wanted to like everyone's hyped on Batman right now, so we want to talk some Batman. Let's go on and throw it to the Grandmaster Jedi himself for the word of the week. There is more knowledge here than anywhere else in the galaxy. Who <clears throat> you to hear? Batman! Uh, uh, alright. Uh, well, this is taking a weird turn. I don't think Yoda's ever impersonated anyone before. Um... So, Bat Yoda Man, uh, what, what is the word of the week? <laughs> Bat nipples they are. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, you, you're going to have to lose the voice, Yoda. You're going to have to not talk like Christian Bale, Batman. Mm, fun it is. <laughs> all right, uh, so you're, just ma- you're making light of the whole Batman conversation. But yes, we did talk about bat nipples here and there. I, I really don't, I don't really understand them. I don't know why anybody thought that was a good idea. Um, so, Yoda, would if you were the one that designed Batman, would you have come up with bad nipples? Mm, no, not that creative I am. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's very creative. But uh, anyway, that is another great episode of Dork Wars, the podcast. Go check us out on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Instagram page. Go look up our link tree. You can find everywhere that you can hear our podcast, our merch store. Just go check us out. Thank you. And may the force be with you. Thank you for supporting Dork Wars, the podcast. You can check us out on facebook.com forward slash Dork Wars, the podcast. And if you would like to join in on the discussion or maybe suggest topics for us to discuss, please do so by joining our Discord community or sending us an email at dorkwarspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Dork Wars production.